Salutations. Salutations. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm Sophia's friend Bronwyn. And I am Bronwyn's friend Sophia. And this is quotes and anecdotes. Yes, I didn't say the thing because I. Yes, it's quotes and anecdotes. Welcome! It's another episode where we're trying to record over Skype, but this time we have something new, which is we both have microphones. And Bronwyn's gonna do some cool technology stuff and try to make our two separate recordings, which are only recording our voices, combine or something. And if that doesn't work, we have the... I, you know... You guys don't need to know all that, but basically, we both got new podcast mics for Christmas, and we are now recording over Skype and trying to figure out all the technological difficulties that come with that. Yeah. It's it's an interesting time. Yeah. Um, it's very exciting. It is exciting. Uh, and it's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Hopefully, the sound quality will be a bit better now. Yeah. We're going to have, like, that high-tech, cool audio recording Heck yeah. technology professionals now. <laughs> you heard it here first. To start with wordlets. Sophia, what's your wordlet? Um, my wordlet is something that we learned in Greek this morning. Or no, it was in Latin yesterday. I get all my Greek and Latin words mixed up. But it is a polyptaton. <laughs> which is a stylistic device that is a rhetorical repetition of the same root word. However, each time the word is repeated in a different way, such as the words, I don't these are Latin words, but Lupiter, Loi, and Lois, and Loam, um, are derived from the root, from the wor- root word love. Okay, that sentence didn't make sense. But basically in Latin, there are many ways to say a certain word, like you can sort of like how verbs have conjugations in English, there are noun declensions in Latin and Greek. Um, And this is just a repetition of the same noun, but in different declensions. So like in one sentence, it was the subject, and then in the next sentence, there can be the exact same word, but spelled slightly differently, so then it's the direct object. So it was a cool stylistic device that we read in Ovid when we were reading Metamorphoses in Latin. What's your wordlet? My wordlet is a cool word. So I had one initially to annoy Sophia. But then (laughs) I was waiting for Sophia. So I was on Instagram and I was reminded of this lovely phrase, word. I really can't talk. I'm so sorry. Um, Carcinization, I think, is how you pronounce it. But basically, and I'll read the post because it was the last thing I looked at, so I still have it. Nope, I don't because it just went away. But essentially, it was this post about evolution. And there were, like, I think it's so funny how evolution was just like, okay, alligators, and then left them for 8,000 years (laughs) and didn't really change them. And then someone replied and said, isn't it even better that um, <laughs> evolution tried to essentially make crabs out of four different spe- species of animals? Just because, why not? But 
What carcinization is, is in evolutionary biology, carcinization is a hypothesized process whereby a crustacean evolves into a crab-like form from a non-crab-like form. And the term was introduced by L.A. Boradell, who described it as, quote, one of the many attempts of nature to evolve a crab. Carcinization (laughs) is believed to have occurred independently in at least five groups of decapod crustaceans, which is just kind of funny. Um, (laughs) That evidently uh, crabs are just well adapted. (laughs) Yeah, crabs are just great. Evolution was like, we've got to make at least five of these guys in five separate places, just so everyone knows how great crabs are. Yeah, but it made me laugh. It was good post (laughs) evolution. What's our topic this week? Um, our topic this week is weather. We are going to talk about the weather. <laughs> it sounds silly when I say it like that. Um, but yeah, Bronwyn was suggesting some ideas for topics, and her first two preceding weather were plants and boats. Um, so, you so know, this was kind I, of the best option. Yeah, I felt like weather was the best out of all of those. But um, I originally thought we wouldn't have much to talk about, but actually there are some really sweet quotes about weather. Surprisingly. Um, like, I had a harder time yeah. finding quotes about, like, the ocean. <laughs> I know. I know. It's all, it's often the topics that are, like, sometimes a little bit strange that you find the best quotes for, which is yeah. always satisfying. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the weather. So, sunshine, rain... All that stuff. You name it. Not like natural disasters, though. Because while that's important, it's a little like, you know, maybe this isn't the right tone. It's not quite the right tone for the podcast, but, you know, it's still very important. I meant to research like weather phenomenons um, that like non-harmful ones because natural disasters wouldn't be very fun to talk about. But um, I, I did see another Instagram post about whirlpools and how apparently they're like everyone thinks that they're these huge things but the biggest one ever recorded was like two feet wide or something like that so so whirlpools are really cool but they're not they can't like suck ships in and stuff like that (laughs) that is just there is a little weather fact for you (laughs) Um, a right old meteorologist (laughs) what's your word (laughs) Um, my word is meteorology. You almost spoiled it. You did spoil it. Um, but me- <laughs> meteorology is the branch of science concerned with the processes and phenomena of the atmosphere, especially as a means of forecasting the weather. Um, and hmm. I chose this word specifically because this weekend, this past Sunday, we watched a movie that was called The Aeronauts, or which I'll go into in my anecdotes. But it was about one of the very first meteorologists, and everyone thought that he was a little crazy for wanting to predict the weather. Like, he was like, we're, everyone was like, we're scientists, not fortune tellers. But it's an actual branch of science. So it was a cool movie, which I'll talk about more later. But um, the etymology of meteorology, ooh, that's fun. (laughs) It it comes from Greek, um, from the Mm. Greek word meteoron, which means of the atmosphere, and then meteorologia. and then meteor, and then meteorology in the early 17th century. That's cool. I wonder how meteor came to mean, like, space rock. Of the atmosphere. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's that's true. (laughs) (laughs) 
applied to many different um, things, evidently. Yeah. Would you like to tell us your word, Bronwyn? I would love to. So my word is gelidity. Um, so I was looking for a word, and I did the good old Google search of weather-related words. <laughs> and I saw this link, and it was like, cool weather words that you never knew. And like, or like, forgot, long lost and forgotten weather words. And I clicked on it, and it was like, chilly. <laughs> like, sprinkling rain. And the only one that was at all, like, unique was gelid, which is a cool word. Um, and it means icy or extremely cold. Um, and I just thought it was cool. It was get it because it was cool ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so cool um, it comes from the latin gelu meaning frost sure. <laughs> or intense cold and then the gelidus in latin and then gelid in er- early 17th century and just you know unique word it yeah it's a very cool word i've never heard it before I feel like I have, but I don't know where. For a second, I thought it was like a French word, but I was like, no, I don't. Um, I wonder how you say freezer in French. It might be that. <laughs> oh, but to um, freeze is gelé. So that's where I seemed familiar. Um, do I get to start with you quotes? You do get is that... to start your quote with your quotes. Excellent. Um, my first quote is <laughs> a very simple one. Um. And it is just, love comforteth like sunshine after rain. And I thought it was nice. So a lot of, uh, we'll talk about this in anecdotes as well, but you love rain. A lot of people in our friend group love rain. Um, and I, I do think, no, I, I don't mind, I don't mind, I prefer sunshine, but like rain is nice sometimes because it's, it's, especially the sound of rain is really nice. But, um, a lot of times in literature or just in general, rain is used as like something dreary and cold and wet. Um, so I tried to also include another, my next quote, it has a more, a better look on, a more positive look on rain. But this, I would, figured I would talk about like the, um, more, I mean, this particular quote talks about like the cold dreary sad aspects of rain um but you know sunshine after rain is always really nice especially like when there are those puddles on the ground and like the sunlight is glinting off of the dew drops on the leaves and like you're like it was raining before and that was nice and now it's sunny and it's drying up all the rain and it's wonderful and the sun is shining and the puddles are like also shining and it's just nice and i also loved that um, Shakespeare, who said this quote, compared love to sunshine after rain. Because sometimes if you fall in love, um, especially after, if it's after, like, a dark period of time in your life, not that I have any experience with that, (laughs) um, but, you know, it can feel like sunshine after rain. And it's really nice. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Well, I I was gonna say, it's really, like, I don't know, like, I find it really cool how, how much, um, like weather is used to like create a tone in literature like I think it's one of the Mm -hmm. main um things that kind of creates a backdrop because I there's some quote somewhere but like 
nothing scary happens at like four o'clock in the afternoon in summer <laughs> or something like that like yeah. i can't remember the exact quote but it's like like there's certain weather cliches that are just frankly like i get it like darkness and cold and rain seem a lot scarier than like sunshine and like butterflies and daisies but i just mm-hmm. i don't know it's kind of cool how like universally accepted like using weather is um like a backdrop for things i think that's kind of cool yeah it's just a nice quote um so that was said by shakespeare william william shakespeare um in king henry oh god is that 11 or or six i think it's six it's six six um i there were roman numerals and i just have no (laughs) idea um so he Shakespeare was an English poet, playwright, and actor, widely regarded as one of the greatest writers in the English language and the world's greatest dramatist. So yeah, I'm sure you knew who Shakespeare was, but that was just a really quick, simple quote, and I thought it was nice. What is your first quote? My first quote is, from where we stand, the rain seems random. If we could stand somewhere else, we would see the order in it. And that's by Tony mm. Hillerman. Um, and I thought it was cool. Um, I mean, there's not too much to it, but I... Do you think, like, I don't know, it made me think of, have you ever been, like, driving somewhere and you can see pretty far and there's just, like, Mm -hmm. a gray stripe on, like, the horizon and that's just rain? And it is really cool because, like, when you're in it, it seems so all-encompassing and you can't, like, Mm -hmm. it's just raining and it feels like it's raining everywhere. And it's hard to imagine that there's just a line where, like, just a line where it like it goes from rain to sun but mm-hmm. when you're driving along and you can see it from a distance like oh it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah that's true it's very cool and also like seeing rain on a satellite like my mom has these apps where it should like for weather forecasting and stuff for meteorology um and it will show like the progress of a rainstorm and to see it like moving up i find it so fascinating how like they brainstorms come and go and like they are formed and then they like keep moving like they move yeah. and we look at that for snow as well like it can move up the coast or down the coast that's very cool and you can see like the clouds moving the down the earth stuff. yeah and it's very it's a lovely little phenomenon yeah and yes i have been driving and seen like a gray stripe in the distance and it's very cool like it's really sunny right here but in a couple minutes we'll be rained on and, and then and then you drive through it and you're like told you so <laughs> yeah i saw that coming yeah what's your next quote um my next quote is uh takes a sing very it. different take sing on it. rain sing and it, it's just sing it. no i'm not gonna sing it sing it's just singing it. in the rain <laughs> just singing in the rain what a glorious feeling i'm happy again i don't Pap 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 you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. See, you're the singer. You should have sang sang it, sung it. <laughs> I don't know. Um but it's just nice. I've always loved that song because it's so just like ridiculously cheerful. Like it's raining, and I'm just gonna sing. I'm just gonna run outside and sing in the rain because it's raining and I'm happy and I feel like it. Um and Yeah, and I wanted to not, um, I was about to use a McElroy term, (laughs) not dunk on rain so much, (laughs) um, (laughs) but, uh, 
not be quite so like negative about rain i have no other way of saying that um but yeah i just thought it was nice and it always like makes you want to go out and sing in the rain and just like click your heels and be like uh-huh go with yeah. your umbrella there's a song that um my camp director would like a few years ago would teach everyone and it's like sing your way home at the end of the day and she would always be like when it's raining sing that song <laughs> it was very sweet um and oh. it would be raining and kind of half jokingly but then like you know how in something it might be done ironically and it so quickly becomes serious um, yeah because you just are like oh that is kind of cool or it is kind of fun to say <laughs> or whatever and people would just kind of start doing it it's very funny yeah <laughs> it's so That's unapologetically amazing. cheerful you know yeah and it's just it's just nice it's a nice song yeah. um so that was said by Arthur Freed, who was an American lyricist and Hollywood film producer. He won the Academy Award for Best Picture twice, in 1951 for An American in Paris, and in 1958 for Gigi. Both films were musicals, and in addition, he produced and was also a co-lyricist for the now-iconic film Singing in the Rain. Ah, uh, very good. So, yeah. Very interesting. Cool person. What is your next quote? Listen to the wind weathering round the house, she said. You could barely stand up on the moor if he was out tonight. Mary did not know what weathering meant until she listened, and then she understood. It must mean that hollow shuddering sort of roar, which rushed round and round the house, as if the giant no one could see were buffeting in, and beating at the walls and windows to try to break in. But one knew he could not get in, and somehow it made one feel very safe and warm inside a room with a red coal fire. And that's by Francis Hodgson, Hodgson Burnett in the secret garden um that's my yeah. fa- one of my favorite books me too and as soon I as i really saw like, like one of my oh i'm sorry i should let you talk about your quote before you i <laughs> say stuff <laughs> go ahead okay. well i was just gonna say that um that on the one hand i do like the rain because and i don't think i did this often but i have like very specific memories of going outside and like just splashing around or if I would mm-hmm. happen to get caught in the rain, like coming back in afterwards and being soaked, but like kind of <laughs> feeling very like adventurous. Um, but I have to say one of my favorite things about rain is it gives you such a good opportunity to be cozy because it's like, oh, can't do anything today. <laughs> like, <laughs> Guess I have to stay under a blanket. Exactly. And like have a fire and um, a candle and a book and a cup of tea or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, I don't know, that quote encapsulated that pretty well yeah one of my favorite things about the secret garden especially when i first read it was that like there's oh what's what's the guy's name um colin not dickens colin no not colin he was the one in the wheelchair it was colin. the guy who was oh I thought you were saying, no sorry. <laughs> the the one who says it the wind weathering dickens yes you just I said, said Dickens with an S. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dickens, sorry. But his, like, they, ch- or Francis Hogston Burnett, I guess, tried to, like, write down how his accent sounded. And so she would, like, do little apostrophes and stuff where um, Dickens would leave out vowels. And I always loved reading that because it was, oh like, just not English and it was so fun to read. Um, the thing is, it's funny in this context, but we were reading 
Wuthering Heights, which is also a really good word for winding, windy stuff. But um, Wuthering Heights and the gardener, Joseph, is like Scottish or something. But like none of the the letter combinations on the page are words, like none of them. (laughs) (laughs) And so you basically have to like say it out loud in a fake Scottish accent to be like, oh, I I get you. But I always find it so funny, like (laughs) some of the um, the way people write down um, accents. It can be there are times when it's quite indecipherable. (laughs) Yes, it's very fun. It's a really lovely quote. I also love how like the a lot of the Secret Garden is um, about this girl learning to appreciate and understand nature and being out on the moors. But I also loved like this little bit of like. Nature is amazing, but sometimes when it's really windy and really cold, it's so nice to just be shut inside and be, like, very safe and warm and next to the fire, and it's really lovely. I agree. Um, and yeah, that's by Frances Eliza Hodgson Burnett, who is a British-born American novelist and playwright. She is best known for the three children's novels, Little Lord Font- Fauntleroy, A Little Princess, and The Secret Garden, which we've mentioned before, but we're both quite, we're quite fans of. Yes. Yes, we are. What's your next quote? My last quote is my favorite because it made me smile. Um, it is, there is a sumptuous variety about the New England weather that compels the stranger's admiration and regret. The weather is always doing something there, always attending strictly to business, always getting up new designs and trying them on the people to see how they will go. Yes, it's one of the brightest gems in the New England weather is the dazzling uncertainty of it. And I loved that because we live in New England and I found it very true. It is true. Yeah. Just like, I, I do love living in a place with seasons um and because we live in a place with seasons we get such a huge variety like i know you're not here in the summer but like in the summer it can get up to 90 degrees fahrenheit and then in the winter it can get below freezing and it's just this wild variety and then in the fall like all the leaves fall down and in the spring all the leaves grow back and it's just there's so much variety and everyone i mean a less fun thing is when it's freezing and it's the middle of winter and then all of a sudden it's like 70 degrees again but that's sometimes that's just how it is with new england weather it's very intentful Um, you know like i saw another quote that was like talking about england weather and it was like if you don't like the weather in england wait five minutes (laughs) (laughs) i think it was also said by mark twain but it was kind of of funny because like i think that um, England has a reputation for being quite fickle with its weather, but mm. here it's there's a lot of variety, but it just like is always very intentful. Like you'll have yes. rain one day, and then you'll have like uh, a like million degrees, and like you just kind of get everything, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, you do get a, a wide variety of weather, and I think Mark Twain very much appreciated that in this quote. Because he felt that it was one of the best parts of living in New England. It's just how much it changes. Which is, it's very true. It's a lovely, seasons are, are a lovely thing. Um, but yeah, that was said by Mark Twain. 
um, or Samuel Langhorne Clemens, Mark Twain was his pen name, um, and he was an American writer, humorist, entrepreneur, publisher, and lecturer, and lauded as the one of the greatest humorists this country has produced, and also the father of American literature. So a huh. cool dude. <laughs> Very interesting. Do you have one more quote, or should we move on? Yeah, it's just a little thing. We don't really have to... Uh analyze it too much but it just made me laugh um don't knock the weather if it didn't change once in a while nine out of ten people couldn't start a conversation <laughs> and that's by Tim Hubbard. that's wonderful and it's funny because you know you read in books like oh the weather and it's always seems like a very hypoth like it always seems like one of those things that everyone talks about but then no one actually talks about it and that's yeah. what i always thought about it thought of that as but then I realized that when I'm, you know, walking somewhere with a friend or maybe someone I don't know so well, I do turn to the weather. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so cold today. Or not like, uh, weather. But just like, ooh, it's so rainy. Or, ooh, it's so snowy. Or, because we have this bridge on our school and it has windows on either mm. side. And you get a very clear look at the weather and every time i think i've commented on it oh it's so nice out <laughs> today oh it's cold <laughs> like talk about it it is the cliche conversation do. starter of just like so how's the weather how you doing <laughs> yeah so that's but very I mean, funny i like it it gives you a sense of i think like the world kind of i don't know yeah when you talk about the weather with someone you can get like i like i don't really go too deep when i talk about the weather with people but <laughs> hypothetically it could give you an interesting idea of someone's character because like yeah you know how they regard different temperatures or what whatever it might be <laughs> that's wonderful it's a, it's a silly quote yeah now, <clears throat> now to the uh, best and most long. I did this last time and it wasn't actually that funny. Now for anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I get to start? You do. Excellent. So my first thing is excellent. <laughs> um, I slipped into a little bit of a Russian accent there. My first thing is snow days. So, Bronwyn's now doing a little mustache with her honey stick, and it's very, dis it's w wonderful and beautiful, but <laughs> a bit distracting. I'm so sorry. I love it, though. No, I love it. Um, snow days. Snow days are wonderful. Um, I never thought about, like, until this year, I never thought about the fact that snow days are not things that exist in, like, places where there isn't snow like I always just thought snow days is a is just a universal thing but it's not it's a very much New England and northern thing like our school will like there's a guarantee almost a guarantee that at least one we will have one day off due to weather and like you know and the there are like insane. there's a set of weeks in the year where it's like at least once a week we'll have a snow day yeah yeah <laughs> Um, which is very nice. Sometimes it gets a little much. Like, it's like, okay, I would rather not get out of school so late because yeah. when we have a snow day, it tacks on to the end of the year. Um, 
But for the most part, that, I mean, the main thing I wanted to talk about with snow days is just that feeling of waking up and looking at the clock and like, oh my god, it's already 7.30, I should be up by now. And then being like, wait a minute, and opening the curtains and everything is just covered in like three feet of snow and you're like, yes! And then it's freezing cold, so you get back to bed and you're just like, ah, yes, I can just be cozy today and I don't have to get out of bed and I don't have to worry about tests and it's such a nice feeling and also just like looking out at the snow is very lovely there's barely any snow last night but there was enough that when I woke up it did look white outside and I had a moment where I was like oh snow day and then I was like no (laughs) No. that was a bit disappointing (laughs) yes Yes, it it can be disappointing at times. And that was another thing I was going to talk about was like there was a snow squall warning in the middle of um, school today. And a lot of like oftentimes when it starts snowing while we're already at school, there's no chance of anything happening like early dismissal or anything like that. Um, But there was at one point earlier in the year, I was in my APUS history class. And these are all like, you know, it's a college level class and we're having a (laughs) discussion. (laughs) <laughs> we're having a discussion about i don't even remember andrew jackson's presidency or something like that and we were all like sitting in a circle and it was a very serious conversation and someone is going on and on about this point about how you know nationalism or whatever and all of a sudden it just goes oh my god it's snowing anyways but you know everyone we're all that. human everyone was like oh my god we could not get back on andrew jackson for like 10 minutes and our poor teacher was like guys guys i know like it's snow where we live in Connecticut you've seen snow like it's it's I think it was the first time it snowed that year so we were all so excited like a couple people like rushed to the windows and like oh my god it's snowing and it was just a very wholesome moment like almost any time that we're in school and it's snowing someone will look out the window and be like oh and then the entire class will spend about five minutes like looking at the snow before the teacher tries to get them back on task like that's yes exactly um it started snowing today um, in the middle of my math yes and I was going to comment on it and then I was like no I, I need to I need to focus <laughs> but I got really excited because <laughs> like I was like oh. <laughs> like I, I yeah other people are sharing this moment too of excitement we did it happened in our health class and we all got distracted for a couple minutes and I was like oh it's snowing it's so nice so it's, it's always a fun because moment in class um my friends in Canada um I'll talk about snow days and they're like so so like how much snow do you have and I'll be like oh like two inches <laughs> like what <laughs> like are you kidding me like we have a school unless there's like three feet of snow come on <laughs> um, but like I can't it's like a thing though like the farther south you go the le- like the more helpless people become with less amount of yeah well and it kind of makes sense because they're so like not prepared and so not used to it that like you can't just pull out a snowplow because people don't have a snowplow right but still it's really funny how like i don't know if you go to like texas or somewhere and there's like a centimeter of snow people (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah what's your first anecdote my first anecdote is this character from a book that i loved when i was younger um and it was a series by uh, called circle of magic by an author called tamara pierce and it was like set in the medieval times and they all had really cool magic powers um oh that's so cool yeah and 
the story focused on four main characters who had special magic because they didn't just like they didn't get their magic from like cool rocks or they didn't learn their magic they had magic in them <laughs> wow <laughs> so one of them had fire magic one of them had like like weaving magic one of them had plant Ooh. magic and triss had weather magic and the thing was like she was the academic very serious one and i'd always try to imagine ooh, which one would i want to be because like there was um the this sandra was the um uh like thread and weaving mage and i was always like oh but she's so nice and then briar was the plant mage and i was like oh but like plants are so cool and Donda <laughs> had such cool like fire magic and she was always making such cool things and I was always like oh but like to be able to make such cool things and Triss what I always thought was cool it was control of the elements is cool but her very bookish like always reading always learning like wanting to know everything in the world I thought that was so cool that's and amazing so I would always be like who am I most like and I would always be like but I could be like the bookish one like Triss and and learn everything about the weather and she was always the one who would do like crazy like unimaginable things because she <laughs> she did weather um that's amazing and yeah I I loved that series um by Tamara Pierce who is a very good author and um that's amazing yeah and I was talking to Sophia a while ago, but, like, it made, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but it, like, after reading that, every time I would, like, walk somewhere, I'd kind of, like, imagine, like, <laughs> I was controlling the weather. So if there was, happened to be a really big gust of wind, I'd be like, oh, that's just because I, like, sighed really hard. Or, like, and so then I would, like, take a deep breath and then try to, like, coincidentally like time it with like another gust of wind so it felt like I was controlling like the wind or then I would pretend that I had like lightning on my hands or like sparks or something um (laughs) that's amazing so yeah weather pretty cool weather it is pretty cool cool weather cool yes (laughs) what's your next anecdote My next anecdote is about a movie that we recently watched, which I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, and it was called The Aeronauts, and it's on Amazon Prime, and my mom found it and was like, I think this would be a cool thing to watch as a family, so we did, um, one weekend night, and it was really good, I really liked it, it was about, um, an aspiring meteorologist before meteorology was really a thing, and everyone kind of laughed at him and was like, there's no way you can really study weather, but he was, like, really passionate about studying the weather and trying to forecast the weather, um, and he was, like, trying to convince all these different people to go up with him in a hot air balloon so that he could record the weather and, like, notes on the atmosphere from up high and he finally found this one female pilot who apparently was actually fictional but she was a really cool character i wanted her to be real so bad um and they would they went up in the air and it like documented their um flight and it would like give you the times and how long and they would like it would give you the measurements it was very cool the way that it was filmed was very very cool and he would like say the temperature every once in a while and they would explain like when it started to get really cold they would 
like show their thought process of like why is it getting so much colder we're getting closer to the sun like this doesn't make sense and then they would show there was like a a i don't know what they're called a flock a herd of butterflies and um they were like oh my god birds can't fly this high but butterflies can this is crazy this is a new discovery and then there were it was all it was an action movie so there were very many stressful moments where the balloon they were in a hot air balloon where the balloon was like falling and the of course because it's a movie so there has to be some you know some of that but um the woman character was very cool because like the guy the meteorologist was suffering from oxygen sickness and she just like was like all right taking this into my own hands and just climbed up the side of the balloon and just it was very stressful because we thought she was going to fall and it, they're 20,000 feet in the air this is going too much into detail of the movie <laughs> this is so but meta. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a it was a very good movie and i thought it was cool the like scientific aspect of it and yeah. how passionate this guy was about going up into the sky so that i can study the sky um, and he end- ended up, like, he was the one who figured out that there are multiple layers to the atmosphere and was, like, That's this was cool. proven by all of the very diligent notes that he took. So, yeah, it was a good movie. It was, I enjoyed it, and it had to do with the weather. So, yeah. I saw, like, a news informational thing on meteorology and, and national weather services and stuff, and it was quite interesting. It's, like, weird because I feel like people give meteorology a bad rap of being, like, yeah. super boring. and But it is, like, a scientific field. Like, you are observing the atmosphere and environment and based off of that, like, predicting what weather will be like, which is pretty cool, you know? Yeah, it's very cool. Very interesting. Do you have another anecdote? I certainly do. Um, my next one is rainstorms, and the ones that I'm going to be talking about are the rainstorms at my camp, and, um, there are usually one or two crazy big rainstorms. Um, what happens often, actually, is if there's thunder, we have something called black flag, and you're basically, you're not allowed to go outside, so everyone goes back to their cabins, and you have to stay there until it stops storming. Um, and usually there's like one or two days where basically all day is black flag. So you're just kind of inside all day, just hanging out with your cabin mates and your counselors and that kind of thing. And the, usually there's like torrential rain and it's so cool because you get like, like all of your stuff gets soaked, which is not so cool. But you just have every like everyone's like <laughs> frantically running outside and like getting their stuff off of the clothesline and like closing the the flaps down so that, like weather so that rain doesn't come in through the screens and that kind of thing. Um, and it's quite funny um, the amount of panic. And then um, because everyone like the way um, our like cabins essentially are set up is there are two screen walls and two like wooden walls. And so it's like a mix between a tent and a cabin. But during the day, you usually keep your flaps open so that um, it's nice and bright and you can see inside. But if you close them, then it's like pitch black. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like very dark inside. And so you always have like a lantern that doesn't do a great job. 
and everyone's like sitting there a little bit damp but like (laughs) so many good card games and like fun fun times oh Um, that's amazing and for campers what happens is because we don't want them to get scared of thunderstorms because there are a lot of kids who are scared of thunderstorms um like um we'll go in like the counselors will go into the cabin and just hang out for a bit and I remember when I was a camper, like, sitting there and being so excited because, like, our counselor got to come and just hang out with us and, like, play music, and it was so cool. Um, but And it's just, like, the whole time just absolutely bucketing outside. And then it finally dries, and you go outside, and because all the paths are dirt, there's, like, huge, like, um, like cracks in the in the paths and, like, streams where all the water washed away the dirt and it's very like dramatic looking Um, wow (laughs) yeah i always find that very cool it always takes a while for it to like go back to normal (laughs) and like because our meals are in a dining hall um sometimes they'll be like okay make a break for it just run and you're like running through the rain to get to like the dining hall and get soaking wet on the way wow that's quite funny. That sounds so much fun. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, That's I think amazing. if you embrace, I think the thing is, is the rain can be really like dampening. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it can make you kind of not very excited or like, excited to do things. But if you manage to have fun with it, it's really fun. Yeah, like it sounds like you guys all make the best of a rainstorm by just being like, all right, I'm going to get soaked and then sprinting. And that sounds yeah. it's like just such a good time. It sounds yeah. wonderful. Do you have another anecdote? So I guess talking about rain more, I um, was never really like a huge fan of rain rain was fine like it was a thing it doesn't rain super often like enough to for where it would be like all right i miss the sun um in connecticut but recently not recently but like in high school with our friend group there are multiple people in our friend group who just love the rain and you're one of them and our friend hallie is one of them and they like everyone's when it's every once in a while when it's raining the two of you will just be like oh my god I love the rain I love the rain so much and I think Hallie as well (laughs) loves like thunderstorms and you'll just be so happy when it's raining or it's drizzling and so now like as I've never been super enthusiastic about when it's raining but now when I see rain I'll think of you or I'll think of Hallie and be like (laughs) they like the rain I'm like they're that's cool um I like the rain too because I know that they're happy because it's raining right now and as you were saying like it's very cozy when it's raining and you can just like sit inside with your with your tea we also have um a wood-burning stove in our house and it's in the sunroom which is um probably my favorite room in in our house and it's just but like basically half of it is glass or so either windows or skylights so it gets really bright in the summer but a lot of times when it on a snow day or when it's like cold and rainy my mom will light the fire um in the wood burning stove and it's so nice because there there's like a fuzzy blanket and you sit and it gets really really hot there so I just one of my favorite things is just sitting there under a blanket with a cup of tea and a book and just that that's my happy place is so especially when it's raining or snowing that's a really lovely little place to be 
we haven't really discussed this, but there might not be an episode next week because we have midterms. Yeah. So it might be hard to find a time to record. Maybe there will be. Um, we'll see. If we have to go every other week out. for the next month or so, then we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll keep you updated. Um, but I hope you guys are having a good start to 2020. I'm sorry that yeah. we um, had a couple week hiatus. There was holiday breaks for a while. But yeah. We're back. Back at it again. To Heck fill your yeah. lives with laughter <laughs> and love. <laughs> no one's gonna understand that (laughs) reference and i hope that you're having an amazing 2020 some things you can do to make it even better um you can listen to our intro and outro music which are linked in the description (laughs) box below uh intro is inspirational life our outro is blossom inspiration yes you got it follow us on instagram at quotes dot and dot anecdotes while you're there you can email us oh Yes, do that. Oh, yeah, while you're there, <laughs> you can follow, please, please follow the one and only spectacular person who did our great cover art. Um, you can find her on Instagram at dinobite. That's D-I-N-O dot B-Y-T-E. Go give her a follow. Go check it her, out her art. You won't regret it. I believe she's currently definitely doing won't. a fundraiser to um, help Australia with a piece of art that she's commissioned, but probably will be closed by the time this episode goes out. But a good person. <laughs> Trust me. Go check out our art. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can email us at quotesandanecdotes at gmail.com. Um, rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> yes, indeed. And have a wonderful Wednesday and rest of your week. We might be back next week, probably the week after lovely chat yeah thanks for joining us bye my friend are you gonna say the rest of that are you gonna say my name (laughs) (laughs) can't tease me like this bronwyn um bye my friend bronwyn (laughs) 